everybody. It's uh, that time of year again. We're shifting into Cardinals playoff mode and the Sports Plus podcast turning into the Cardinals Plus podcast. Might not be quite as exciting, at least for us this year with the pandemic. I don't think Frank and I will be recording any of these from the backseat of any Ubers on our way to any Atlanta airport. Uh, but it's playoff baseball still. I'm Corey Miller here with Frank Cusimano and Andy Muller. Before the Cardinals and Padres begin their wild card round series here on Wednesday, first things first, mostly these last 24 hours, uh, everybody's just been talking about what a huge accomplishment this is for the Cardinals to even be there. And a lot of years I'd say I'd be kind of cynical and say, okay, yeah, but now what are they going to do? But this year is not like that. This is a big accomplishment to just make the playoffs with what this team has gone through. Go ahead, Andy. Uh, I think it is a big accomplishment. Um, you know, from where they, they've had to come from, 17 days off watching other teams play, all the doubleheaders, um, you know, I think they've done the best with what the with what they've got, and you know, uh, they're they're in the they're in the they're in the dance. Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's amazing when you hear Mike Schilt get emotional about it, and he was emotional with those hugs. I mean, Mike Maddox, I think, was taken aback a little bit because the hug and the embrace lasted that long, but Boate, it was like Schilt just was was really moved by the season. I've never heard a manager, you know, that moved by a season, and he was. And I know the cynics will say, you know, two games over 500, what's the big deal? But, yeah, I think if you factor in everything, you got to be pretty proud of the way the boys played. I don't think there's any problem. I don't think there's any question about that, that, um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm still kind of reserved, uh, you know, about it because it's – this is a team that, okay, as – as Bill Parcells would always say, you are what your record says you are. And they're two games above 500. So I'm trying not to go over the moon because, you know, because they're in the playoffs. But from all they've had to, to battle through, and I think this team has probably most out of what they have. So, yeah, let's celebrate that. Now, I and a lot of baseball writers and people uh, around the game didn't even think we would get to this point. Was there ever a time in this season when the Cardinals were maybe locked in their hotel rooms for two weeks that you thought, okay, it, it's over. We're just not even going to have – we're not going to have a playoffs this year? Yeah, I don't think there was a member of the organization who didn't have that thought at least once. I mean, right in the middle of the worst stretch they went through where somebody thought, you know what, maybe – we're just going to have to shut it down. The Cardinals are not going to be a part of Major League Baseball this season. So that's, that's out there. And it was out there the whole season. Yep. I, I can't imagine being stuck in a hotel room. I'd be climbing the walls after maybe one day. And yet, you know, they, they had to endure as long as they did. And then the false start to get back. Um, yeah, I, you know, it would be, I think by about day three or four of that, I would be saying, there's no chance. But, um, you know, the odds makers are saying now that the Cardinals have a 1.9% chance of uh, the World Series. Uh, I would think that if you go back to those hotel rooms in Milwaukee, the Cardinals would take that 1.9% chance. It's a good way to look at it. Uh, let's talk about who the Cardinals are going to play first before we talk more about the Cardinals. They got the Padres one of the most exciting young teams in all of baseball who I think picked up quite a few fans 
uh, this season with our whole Slam Diego and taking on some of the unwritten rules and uh, just being a fun team to watch. Uh, this is uh, an intriguing matchup. Uh, lots of play around baseball. I think these guys can make a real deep run. Uh, when you saw the matchup, Cardinals, Padres, uh, what did you guys think first? First things first, what did you think? Well, and it's two just completely different franchises. One is loaded with power and young dynamic talent and has no playoff resume at all. The other has this storied baseball reputation with very little offense. The common denominator is pitching. I think people think, oh boy, the Cardinals have to have a decided advantage. Actually, San Diego has a lower whip. Now, some of those San Diego pitchers are in question for this series, uh, most notably Clevenger, but um, here's the stat that it just knocks me off is Will Myers has 14 home runs. Okay. That's third on the Padres to T 17 Machado 16, but their third leading home run hitter has twice as many home runs as the Cardinals leading home run hitter. I don't know what's more shocking that or the fact that the Cardinals leading home run hitter is a fellow named Brad Miller. <laughs> Going back to the dead ball era and like the, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the Yankees of last year or whatever, playing the 1906 White Sox or something like that. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. Oh my gosh. Tommy Pham has to be so happy that they got the Cardinals because he is going to be fired up to beat his old team. Go ahead, Andy. You know, I, I, I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's true. Um, I'm sure he's very happy to do it, but I, I, I take it that, you know, he'd be the kind of guy saying, if I need that to get me fired up to make a run for the world series, then I'm in the wrong profession. Well, he's not gonna, he's not gonna admit it maybe to anybody, but you know, there's a little angst there. Uh, oh, yeah, he wants, that, he wants to prove. Like there's not a little of that there. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's fired up to play everybody, but these at-bats will mean a whole lot to him. There's no doubt about it. And I'll tell you, another one is, is Trevor Rosenthal. Not that he probably has the chip on his shoulder like Tommy, but, man, Trevor Rosenthal, people thought, was completely finished, and now he goes out to San Diego. He doesn't allow a run. And you, I can tell you something. It, it's 630 on Wednesday if the Padres have a one-run lead. Trevor and that 100 mile an hour fastball will be on the mound. He's come quite a long way from not being able to get an out in Washington or even with the, I guess he was with the Tigers for a little bit when it looked like his career was over. It's been a pretty awesome turnaround for a good guy who everybody loved here in St. Louis. Greg Garcia, another guy that everybody loved on the Padres, played about in about half their games this season. And uh, if you see some Padres get to first base, you'll see Skip Schumacher there coaching first base. So a lot of former Cardinals on this Padres team. Let's talk about I uh, the last two times the Cardinals or the Padres have made the playoffs in the last 20 years. They've lost to the Cardinals and there's been some good memories. There's three specific memories I have of the Cardinals and Padres in the postseason. I want to see if you can guess what they are. Well the Brian Jordan game were you too young for that? In I was 90s? too young for it. I was too young for that. I'm at 05, 06. Uh, the Ronnie Belliard play at second. Yep. Yep. I would say maybe the Reggie Sanders home run in game one in 05. 
Yes, that, that grand slam. Was, was there that day. That was awesome. That sounded so loud on TV. It was insane. There yeah, were. I can remember. Um, I guess it was Ronnie Belliard was their second baseman, and Walt Shockety. We're doing a live shot with him before that series began. And let's face it, the card. This was 2006, right? Yeah, 2006. And the Cardinals did not have a glitzy regular season. Well, Walt just kind of looked out at that team while they were taking infield. And he says, I really like this club. He, and he says, I really like this club. And, and it proved to be that was a world championship team. But I'll tell you what, if we go back a little further, Andy, you remember 96. And every time I see Brian Jordan, I say, that's one of the best baseball games I've ever seen a human being play. I think he was four for five. He made great plays in the outfield. He was just God with a small G. And that was a night game, I believe. Um, and I I was working that night, and we were waiting to go on the air. And I think that was that might have been in the days of the old baseball network. And the game was on NBC that night, and we couldn't go on until the game was over. Well, fortunately, Brian Jordan kind of you know kind of hastened our newscast <laughs> along a little bit uh, with that. I believe it was a ninth inning home run. The uh, the other one I remember was Mike Piazza dropping the pop fly and then Pujols going deep later in the uh, bat to to make it really hurt. That's you could just see it coming too with Pujols. You don't give him another chance and he's gonna take you deep. So the Padres have some demons they they're looking to exercise against the Cardinals this year. Let's get well, to breaking down. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's unbelievable the fact that the Cardinals have never lost a postseason game in San Diego. So, <laughs> that's right. That's insane. Let's get to some Cardinals breaking them down a bit. We don't know the Padres' rotation, like we said, but we know it's going to be for St. Louis. Mike Schilt today. It's going to be Kim in game one, Wayno in game two, and then Flaherty. Probably not what most people were thinking if you just kind of looked at the seasons and the talent you've got there. Uh, what did you guys think when you saw the rotation for these three games? Well, to me, it makes perfect sense. It's a team you haven't seen all year. So why not throw a pitcher that you haven't seen all year? Kim is, you know, certainly deserving of it, you know, based on on his on his numbers. But uh, I think Mike Schultz is thinking, you know, if we can, if I can get a you know decent uh, number of innings out of him, maybe I can sneak away with uh, with a you know steal game one uh, victory. Yeah, I was a little surprised, and boy, you talk about a tough decision. So your most talented pitcher is Flaherty. Your pitcher with the greatest resume is Wainwright. And then your best pitcher right now uh, is KK. And he went with KK. I mean, heck, you could have made a case for Ponce, you know, being their hottest pitcher after that last outing. But, uh, yeah, I was a little surprised. I thought, you know, biggest game of the season, which will be game one, Wednesday night in San Diego, that you'd go with Jack Flaherty, who's your franchise pitcher. I mean, I don't think anybody thought in the beginning of the season, hey, the Cardinals have a chance to set up their pitching and – Flaherty may not even pitch in this series. You know, that's that's pretty wild. That is going to be a big – if they somehow can pull off two straight wins, then you've got Jack for game one against uh, the Dodgers or, or the Brewers or whoever it, it might be. So, I, I don't I don't think Mike Schultz looking that far ahead. But, yeah, he's got kind of an embarrassment of uh, options here. And I don't think there really is a, a wrong one. I think this does make sense. You definitely want to make sure Wainwright, I think, gets one of those first two. Uh, and other, unless you want him to, to win it or be the stopper to get it to game three. I like Wainwright uh, sandwich kind of in the middle there. Let's talk about the offense. It really won't matter who's pitching if they can't score a run or two. Who's somebody you really think 
can have a, a, some kind of breakout to give a spark to this offense in the playoffs. Uh, Paul DeYoung had a pretty miserable year, and he had a lot of things working against him. He had COVID, and it just stinks because he was so hot in spring training. It looked like he was going to have a great year. If he can get streaky, I think he's a guy who could really carry the team, at least for three games, uh, if he needs to. Who's the guy you guys are looking at to maybe uh, get on streak here? Uh, I'll go with Dylan Carlson. I think, uh, you know, the, the 1,000 OPS since he's come back um, wasn't great, at, you know, the last couple of days. But if I, you know, a kind of a gut feel, hey, this guy could get hot. I think the outfield's going to be Fowler, Carlson, and Bader. And maybe Edmund at third and Brad Miller DH. It's hard to believe, you know, he benched Matt Carpenter last postseason. I think he may do the same this postseason. I'm going to go with Brad Miller. I just, I just kind of have a hunch, even though, you know, he finished with the 232, uh, you know, average for the season, season such that it was. I think he's a guy that can get, uh, can be capable of, of getting hot. And we saw what he, you know, what he did at Wrigley Field where he could just put the team on his shoulders for a couple of games and, uh, you know, and, and take off with it. It would be a very Cardinals thing for Brad Miller to carry them in the playoffs of, of all people. Frank, you just kind of mentioned this. Is Matt Carpenter a liability at this point? Uh, do you think really think Schilt will bench him again? Well, I think if he did it last year, and with the way Carlson has slugged, I mean, it's hard to believe that a center fielder or an outfielder would affect Matt Carpenter's playing time, but with Tommy Edmond being pretty versatile, you know, my gut is, you know, I don't know who's going to pitch. Has San Diego announced their starters at a righty or a lefty? They have not yet. I don't think they really have a lefty. Not, I don't, uh, I don't think they do in their top five right now. Right. I mean, look, in the most important game of the season, up until now, it was Sunday, and he benched Matt Carpenter, and he, and he had uh, Dylan Carlson batting fourth. So it leads me to think that he's going to go that route. It'll definitely, uh, definitely be interesting to see. Mike Schill likes to stick by his guys, but, yeah, like you said, he's shown in the past. They got to win. They got to put the best lineup out there. Okay, last thing, uh, some pre-series predictions just in case to make us look smart. Uh, I'll go first. It's just three games, so it, it is pretty tough. I'm glad it's not just one for some of these uh, matchups. I don't feel like that'd be fair. I, I like how they, they did it, I, I guess, as much as I can with uh, 16 teams in this year. I mean, it would be very, very Cardinals on brand to end the season uh, of one of the most exciting teams in baseball while they just barely got here uh, with one of the worst offenses in the league. It would be very on brand for the Cardinals. So I'm going to say it goes three and Flaherty shows up in game three and the Cardinals just have a little bit more pitching and scratch across a few runs to at least get past this first series. Andy, go ahead. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be willing to go along with that. I mean, the, the Padres have not played well coming down the stretch after that really hot start. So if the, um, you know, if Kim can deliver a great pitching performance in game one, I think they'll pick up that momentum and they will, you know, the, I think they will take the series, whether it be in two or three games. If the Padres somehow manage to win the first game, I think that gives them it uh, uh, gives a young team confidence, and I, you know, I, I don't think the Cardinals will last long after that. Isn't it unbelievable? Everybody is picking San Diego, and all three of us are picking the Cardinals. <laughs> They're going to win in three games. I don't know why. I just have a gut feel. 
But um, where is this podcast based at anyway? Yeah. <laughs> it I does bet, kind of feel bet money on this. Ahead, <laughs> None of us is gonna bet money on this. <laughs> oh no, definitely not. I'd, I'd maybe bet if I had uh, some San Diego friends, I'd maybe make a Frank Cusimano milkshake bet, but I would definitely not be putting any money on this one. I did a uh, podcast with the people in San Diego uh, earlier today, and um, you know, I said, look, if we don't win it, I'd love to see Trevor Rosenthal closing out a World Series and Tommy Pham winning a World Series. It'd be a great story to see those, you know, the Machados and the Tatises, you know, on the big stage. But yeah, it, our season ended on you know Thursday night. The Padres are definitely fun, and yeah, they've picked up a, a lot of fans uh, this season. So if uh, they're able to knock off the Cardinals, I think they'll have a lot of people rooting for them. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be churning out some more of these Cardinal-centric versions of the podcast as long as they continue to play in the postseason. Hopefully, for another long run. Thanks for listening, everybody.